Well, I've got a thought I want to share with you, and I want you to think about this. Let's say for the next 48 hours, just put this at the top of your mind. Having no money can't stop you from success. Now, we're hearing from a whole lot of people right now who are saying, I can't afford to go to conferences. I can't afford coaching. I can't afford the personality profiles. I can't afford books. I can't afford, they go on and on and on. And so they're seemingly stuck in their own growth process. That doesn't need to be the case. If you have the mindset for growth, having no money won't stop you. We're going to talk about why. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, welcome in. This is Dan Miller. Yes, you're listening to the 48 Days Radio Show, where each week we take eh, usually about 48 minutes maybe a little less today, to dive into real-life questions about finding your passion, deciding what kind of life you want to live, and then finding or creating work that allows you to show up every day, excited to be able to do something that is, in fact, meaningful, fulfilling, purposeful, and profitable. Now, this is where we, we kind of walk right over. We close the door on normal, indecision, ambiguity. These don't last real long around here. Welcome to the 48 Days Podcast. Now, our quotation for today, I'm going to go right into this thought. Our quotation today is from Mike Murdoch, who said, pay any price to stay in the presence of extraordinary people. Now, that may seem counter to what I just said, where you don't have to invest money, but the price you pay may not be actual money. There are other ways that you can implement to stay in the presence of extraordinary people. Now, our resource for today is the 14 questions to clarify your direction. Now, I used this a couple weeks ago. We have so much feedback from that about the clarity that's given people. I want to just share it again. Just simply go to 48days.com slash start. There are 14 questions there for self-direction and reflection. And what's happening is people realize just responding to the questions Often, it gives them a really big start in the direction they want to go. And I hope that's true for you. So just asking the questions and then answering the questions yourself. I mean, even if you go no further than that. Now, we're going to give you some resources if you want them. But even if you go no further than that, we're finding people who are responding saying, wow, they give me a lot of clarity about why I'm stuck and where I want to go from here. All right. Now, I'm, uh, typically, I'm answering questions. If you go to 48days.com slash askdan, you can leave your question there. If I use it here in the podcast, I'll send you an autographed copy of 48 Days to the Work You Love. I love sending those out. I love the questions that you have coming in. Again, it's just 48days.com slash askdan. Now, a couple things that are going on right now. Um, food for thought. You know, I mentioned that. It's been several months ago now. And for Uh, let's see, it was five months I scheduled these food for thought luncheons where people, I put out an application, people filled those out, and then I selected for each of those 12 people that I would meet with. And we had delightful lunches together, no cost to the participants at all. And it's been a, as everything that I do is an experiment, it's been a really fun experiment for me to do that, just to get people together who are, for the most part, doing pretty well. 
and just to share ideas together. A lot of some of those people have formed their own groups now. They're staying in touch with each other, which is delightful to watch. And certainly a lot of those people I'll remain friends with for the rest of my life. The last one is coming up in August this next month. Well, yeah, this next month, it coming up in, in Dallas, and it's it's totally full. I had tons of people re- respond, apply for that particular one because it uh, is kind of a center of the the country, I guess, has something to do with it, easy to get to for a lot of people. And also the fact that it's during podcast movement, a major conference, I'll be there connecting with a lot of people. And so a lot of other podcasters will be there. And so we're having the last one. Now, interestingly enough, in the one that we just had, the one that we had here in July, here where I am in Florida, one of the gentlemen there shared really openly about his um, concerns about not being chosen. Now, somebody that I've known for a long while, so he had kind of an edge because of that anyway, but he's, he's doing really well. He's doing some remarkable things. But it was interesting that he shared what he would feel like if he didn't get selected. And I, I told him I kind of opened you know, Pandora's box. I didn't anticipate what I would feel like and having to write notes to a lot of people saying, you know, thanks for applying, but gee, no, I'm... You know, you, you didn't didn't make the cut, so to speak. I don't want it to come across like that. And I really struggled with how to do that in a gentle, encouraging way. But for this gentleman, he did get accepted. He did come, but he had already thought through what his response was going to be if he had not been selected. And I think it's really informative and a, a healthy thing to do. He said, if he didn't get invited... See, one of the questions that I ask, the primary question that we're asking at this, if we were to meet three years from now, what would have to happen in your life, both personally and professionally, for you to feel good about where you are? That's the major question we're looking at. So he said, if he didn't get invited, he was going to spend the next three years becoming a person that Dan could not resist inviting. I thought, my gosh, I love that response. He's going to accelerate his personal growth so that he would be attractive to be included in a group of high achievers. Now, what a great response. And I would encourage any of you, I mean, I want to spend the next three years becoming more of the kind of person who is going to, going to be somebody that other people want to spend time with. Just one of those people, you know, that we all do. People who are doing well, we spend time with them. The old Jim Rohn thing, we become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. You know, who are you spending time with? So I want to give you a couple of tips today on why you don't need a lot of money to be successful. And if you want to be successful, there is nothing that can stop you. Well, there's one thing, and I'm going to tell you what that is, but it's certainly not money. Money cannot stop you. So my number one recommendation is, and I really just want to focus on two things today, read great books and know yourself. Those are the two things, the two takeaways from today's podcast, read great books and know yourself. Books have been the number one thing without any question that have opened the door to new opportunities for me. Very inexpensive way. I started when I was very, very young. We didn't have radio or TV in our house. And, but we had access to books. And so books were those things, reading the people that I call the masters of achievement. I mean, those are the things that opened the doors for me, helped me think bigger, 
grow more, see more opportunity, and walk into new adventures in my life, as they can you. Now, we're going through 12 books in the Eagles community this year. Last year, we spent a lot of time going through one book, that being Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This year, we're going through 12 different ones. When I say going through, it's a very light overview. We spend one of our Monday Mentor Calls a month talking about a particular book. So in January, and I'll I'll tell you what those book titles are because I think they really are important. I think they are books that can open new opportunities for you and open you up to a life of abundance and joy for sure. So in January, it was How to Win Friends and Influence People, a little classic by Dale Carnegie. In February, it was See You at the Top, Zig Ziglar. The third one, The Magic of Thinking Big, David Schwartz. Number four, Future Proofing You, Jay Samet. That was one that was not as familiar to people, but we we grew a lot from the principles in there. Number five, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. That's a compilation. It's a big book, but you can open it at any place, read three pages, and get some really good information, some stories about people who have achieved extraordinary success. Number six was The Dip, Seth Godin, that little book that tells us Sometimes it's better to quit what you're doing. Don't just keep pushing if something isn't working well. Sometimes it's just better to quit. And the old adage, winners never quit, quitters never win, is not true. Winners quit. They quit often. They quit quickly if something's not working. So we talked about that. This month, we talked about deep work. Cal Newport, deep work. How do you get anything done that's important when we have so many distractions? When we have social media and you've got texting, you know, phones, Voxer, voicemails come in, somebody walks into your office and all. How do you get anything meaningful done when we're told it takes 23 minutes and 15 seconds to get back to a level of meaningful work after you've had an interruption? That's pretty profound. I mean, think about how many people, you may be one of them, who never has a period of 23 minutes in a given day where you don't have some kind of interruption. Now, if you allow that yourself by checking email, checking your text coming in, you know, those are always open. Trust me, you're probably not really able to do your best work. Anyway, that was the book we covered this month. Next month, it's going to be The Millionaire Mind by Thomas Stanley, one of my all-time favorites, a classic that's been around a while. But how do millionaires think? What are their habits? And then... Number nine is High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. Number 10, Free to Focus, Michael Hyatt, how to really focus in and get things done. Number 11 is Daily Rituals, Mason Curry, a delightful little book that talks about people in history, you know, Beethoven and Mozart and Albert Schweitzer and Thomas Edison, people like that. What were their daily habits? Some of them are really hilarious, the kind of things, you know, one guy kept a rotten apple in his top desk drawer because he thought the stench stimulated his Better thinking, better writing. But anyway, we're covering that in November and then wrapping up the year number 12 in December, Tools of Titans, Tim Ferriss. Great compilation. Again, of people, more current people and what they do that adds to their success. So, that, you know, you can read those. And now, now I recommend that you invest in the books. There's a different kind of process that takes place than if you just check it out of the library and then take it back. I mean, I certainly would encourage you, even if your finances are limited, but when we talk about that process of investing back into yourself, this is one of those ways to do that. So it doesn't matter if you're making, you know, $18 an hour, you've got 
discretionary income every month that you ought to be investing back into yourself. So buying a couple of books would still fit in that formula of investing 3% of your income back into yourself. Buy a couple of books. When you buy it, you've got skin in the game. You're more likely to do, to implement, practice what it is you're reading about. And I encourage you to do that. You know, incidentally, I was looking for a list of these books, the ones that we're reading in the Eagles community, when I was on a, a Zoom call the other day, and I accidentally pulled up a list of the Eagles reading group, that being the Eagles group that I had years ago. It was a mastermind Dave Ramsey and I had. We met for 14 years in Dave's office as both of us were growing our businesses. And the list was the 52 books that we went through together as a group. During that period of 14 years, we met together. And the profound impact that those books and sharing time together, discussing those, implementing them into our lives had. But again, it was just it was just books, just books. All right. Hey, I want to just, golly, just a quick reminder here that we're uh, talking through questions. You know, we get a lot of questions in, just different kind of situations. Got some hot ones that I got on the, kind of in the, the cooker for next week that we're going to be talking about. But you can submit your question if you just go to 48days.com slash askdan. Again, I'll send you a copy of 48 Days if I use your question here in the air. Be delighted to see that in 48days.com slash askdan. Now, the other thing that I want to focus on is to know yourself. Know yourself. I mean, I talk at length in 48 Days to the Work You Love about the fact that 85% of the process of having a confidence of proper direction comes from looking inward, knowing yourself, not looking at who's hiring or where the business opportunities are or what the new you know franchises are available out there. That comes later. That's the 15%. But 85% of the process is looking inward. Know yourself. Now, we promote the DISC profile. There are others out there. There's a brand new one out there based on some of Simon Sinek's work on knowing your why, which is really delightful. And I, I take all of them. My goodness, we, we access all of those. But whether that's the Myers-Briggs, the old one, or if it's the DISC profile or the Enneagram or the Fascination Index or whatever it is, there's lots of them out there. We promote the DISC. And that's just a basic starting point. I mean, I can't imagine uh, going one day without knowing your DISC profile, knowing how is it that you relate best to other people? How is it that you manage? How would you sell, persuade? What kind of environments are you most comfortable in? Are you better with just people or are you better with no people and ideas? Are you better with young people or old people? I mean, there's so many different variations in there, and this profile gives you a way to really understand yourself. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but it's easy to find on our 48 Days website. It's one of the primary things. That you, it's, the, it's the hottest selling product we've ever had and continues month after month after month. We have companies you know, that buy these 100 at a time, the profiles for their people, because they know the value of understanding their people in having them be in proper placements in working environments, what it is they expect them to do. I mean, a lot of companies violate knowing what a person, how a person functions best in terms of behavior. You know, a bank can hire somebody to come in and that person works well as a teller, kind of a starting position. They do well, and so they reward that person by moving them up to being a manager. Well, that's kind of tough. 
because now rather than just being the nice smile and face taking care of customers, now you have to make the hiring, firing decisions of people who are your friends. That may not be very comfortable, but if you kind of stick it out there and last another year, they're going to reward you by promoting you again to being a branch manager. Now, it doesn't matter about that smile and face taking care of the personal customers, unless you go out and get 13 new commercial customers every month, your job's on the line. Well, those those things require very, very different skills, very, very different behaviors, and the same person is not likely to do well in all those different positions. Companies are figuring that out. What do we need to do in terms of creating an environment that really works well for this person's unique skills that they have? Well, the DISC profile allows you to do that. Now, another thing here in terms of knowing yourself is coaching. You know what I think about coaching. I mean, I I get coaching for anything where I want rapid improvement in my own life. And I mean, if if that's gardening, I mean, I'm just talking, not just talking about personal development. I'm talking about anything I want to know about. I'm going to get coaching to help me in that arena. Now, our family has a lot of fun playing the game cash flow. I highly recommend it for teaching adults, kids alike, how to invest in the future. I mean, I remember we were playing not too long ago, and my daughter Ashley, with her and her family, and she had a big aha moment. She said, you know, to win at this game, you have to quit thinking about what you can afford and start thinking about what is a worthwhile investment. That's exactly how I want you to think about coaching. I mean, we've been talking a lot about coaching. Recently, we were developing really robust resources to help people, no matter what it is their situation is. Companies who want to know how to screen and then keep, you know, train, recruit, keep good people. I mean, yes. And I know coaching like that can cost hundreds and even thousands of dollars. But I want to encourage you to change your mindset on that. I want you to stop thinking about coaching as simply an expense. It's an investment, an investment in yourself, an investment in your future. You have to recognize your best investment is not opening up your computer and putting a few more dollars in Apple stock. I mean, that may be fine, but your best investment is investing in yourself. It's not selfish but you're going to get a bigger return. I have never experienced anything bigger in terms of financial returns than investing in myself. I'm developing a book along those lines. Got lots of examples. You've heard me talk about things here before, how that's worked. Last week, I talked about the power of the strangest secret, the little audio recording I bought when I was a 13-year-old farm kid. Paid It cost $15, which was a lot of money back then. But um, somehow I came up with that and how that has led into a whole lot of money in terms of return over and over and over and again. Well, just this week, just a couple of days ago, I got a note from Deb, a podcast listener. She said, I would love to have coaching, but my bank account went negative 15 days ago. So I don't think it would be wise to invest in a coach, even though I would love one. I'm trying to convince myself that I don't need one. Some people really can't afford it. I know I'm worthy of having help, but no money is in my bank account. I'm glad you offer free resources. They do help people like me who don't have the money. Thank you. Well, I I want you to encourage you, Deb, not to talk yourself into thinking you don't need one, but to be creative in how you do get a coach. I mean, that's the mindset that I want here. Again, it's the only thing that can stop you from moving up in your success is your mindset. 
But if you have the right mindset, nothing can stop you. Again, certainly not not having money. So again, I'm going to offer our resource for today, that being those 14 self-direction reflection questions. You just go to 48days.com slash start. That's how you can get those. And those are the ones that are going to help you walk through this process of self-discovery. But let me go on with this. How do you get coaching that may not cost a lot of money or anything at all? You can volunteer at high-level conferences. That's something Joanna and I did years ago when I was first getting started trying to figure this thing out. We'd volunteer. We didn't have the money to go to these success conferences. That didn't stop us. I contacted people like Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy and Dennis Whaley, those people who are going to be speakers at these events, and said, hey, we'd love to help you at your table. We'll help you sell your product. And we didn't, we never got a no. I mean, people just said, well, sure, we'd love to have you. You know, We're going to come to Nashville, Tennessee, and we could use your help. So we got into lots of high-end conferences by just simply volunteering. So we'd work the tables, which we enjoyed doing. It gave us firsthand, or, or, you know, right front and center access to the presenters themselves. I mean, that's how we got to meet people like Zig Ziglar and Mark Victor Hansen and Brian Tracy. Tommy Hopkins, we met those people, got to know them well because we worked with them at their conferences and got access. And then what they would do too, and just in terms of appreciation, because we weren't being paid for that, but our payment was free access to the conference, free being able to spend the entire day or two days or three days, whatever it was, listening to these people, being able to talk to them personally, and them being very generous with the resources we had thousands of thousands of dollars worth of materials that they would give us just out of appreciation because we were helping them. That's just one, one example. Now, again, reading books from these Masters of Achievement, certainly, you know, those are things you can do. Um, again, I, may, I mentioned the 52 books that Dave Ramsey and my group went through in the period of time that we went together. And we went through these deeply. We didn't just, I mean, we would spend, you know, four weeks on a book going through it and really digging in deep to the questions, the applications. And those included books like A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, Fit Bodies, Fit Bodies, Fat Minds, Oz Guinness, um, another one by Oz Guinness, The Entrepreneurs of Life. We studied The Dip with Seth Godin. That's why it's still on my list today. Thou Shalt Prosper, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, which impacted both Dave and me very, very deeply. Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell, and it goes on and on and on. Of course, there's lots and lots of books on there that uh, impacted me greatly and opening up doors of opportunity as we move forward. Now, another thing you can do is listen to The Strangest Secret. Listen to The Strangest Secret every day for 31 days. And it's absolutely free. I've put a link into uh, to the video that I prefer last week and the podcast, and challenged you to do that then. It's absolutely free, and it'll change your life forever. Talk about coaching, just hearing that over and over and over again. I mean, don't think that, I mean, recognize that coaching, 85% of it is what I would consider boilerplate, the kind of things you could tell anybody. 15%, yeah, is going to be very personalized to you, the individual, But you can get access to that 85% extremely easily if you are open to it. And if you take a little bit of action to give yourself access access to that. Now, 
again, the strangest secret. And I put out the uh, contest last week, and I want to remind you of that. I want you to spend the month of August going through the strangest secret. Listen to it. See if you can listen to it every day for 31 days. It's 35 minutes long. You can do that in a walk in the morning or as you're relaxing at night or whatever, however you want to do. But it'd be amazing to make that your goal. And trust me, it will change your life. I mean, I I challenge you, listen to it, and then tell me that it didn't absolutely transform your life. So you do that during the month of August. And then tell me your story about how you are controlling your thinking. And that's what it did for me as that young farm kid. It helped me realize the major principle in there being we become what we think about. How are you controlling your thinking? What shaped you to be the person you are today? What did you do to change the direction of your life? And then what are you doing daily now to keep the negatives out of your house? Put that together in about a thousand words or so. I'm not going to be particular in the length. It'll help confirm those things for you. And then I'm going to choose two people to interview here in the podcast. So we get to hear your story. And I'll give you each a physical copy of the Dream Job program that I created with Nightingale Conant. As a result of me being started as a 13-year-old kid years later, they invited me to come and produce a program. I'm thrilled with the honor of being included in those guys that I considered to be the master of achievement. That is the dream job program, and I'm going to give that to two people. So I'd love to have you get involved in that. Again, you could submit your story to 48days.com slash askdan. Now, what are some other ways you could get coaching? You can barter for coaching. I mean, think about the things you could do. If somebody really is a coach, you could mow their yard, wash their car, I mean, babysit their kids for an evening. You could fix a meal at your house. I mean, I've had tons of things over the years where people have, have bartered. Now, certainly there's a lot of free coaching that goes on just in terms of casual conversation, but there's been a many times when people really specifically wanted something. One, one time I, I had a FedEx delivery and uh, the guy said, I know you I know you've heard a lot of tunes, but you haven't heard mine. The FedEx delivery was an actual guitar. Now, that that came from um, Chad Jeffers, who is guitarist with Carrie Underwood. But uh, he wanted to pick my brain. He was going to ask for a lunch. He knows, knew I get a lot of requests for lunches. And he said, you know, I know you've heard a lot of tunes, but you haven't heard mine. What got my attention? It was a delightful gesture. I gave the guitar to one of my grandkids, and he still plays it today. But it was just a creative way to get my attention. And we had a delightful, you know, two-hour lunch together. And that led to a whole lot of other things, incidentally. But, you know, there are things you can do. There are things you can do, and it's not just you know, begging, but be creative in how you reach out for somebody that could really help you with the direction, the clarity that you want in your life. Brian Tracy said one of the hallmark traits of high achievers is that they spend time with people who are already performing at the level which they want to perform. And then a reminder about our quotation for today, pay any price to stay in the presence of extraordinary people. And Tony Robbins has created an impressive career based on the simple idea that proximity is power. You know, he says, get around people who are doing what you want to do and then model their behavior, model what they're doing. It's worked pretty well for him and for a whole lot of other people. You can connect with SCORE, S-U-R-E. That's, those are very successful 
business people who now volunteer their time with their local SBA, Small Business Administration offices. And no matter where you live, there's going to be a SCORE chapter there. They offer free coaching. You can sit down with them and just share with them what it is you're thinking about doing. I mean, there are things I used to be pretty on top of what was happening in Nashville. No, we don't live there anymore. But in Nashville, there's an enormous list of places where you can get free coaching. The Nashville Career Assessment Center, I mean, a wonderful, wonderful place. A lot of assessments there, job boards, and then training and people that are willing to sit down with you, totally free. A lot of churches have career transition support groups. I mean, in, in Nashville area, Brentwood United Methodist Church has a program that's been there for years, has been written up in the Wall Street Journal. It's a very, very illustrious program. They bring in a lot of really seasoned professionals to share, to teach, to coach, and then they have other coaches that will follow up with you. But there's that. It's a career network. There are workshops. If you have a a community center of any kind in your community, chances are they've got free workshops for people who need to help going through these relentless, inevitable transitions. And in Nashville, there were tons and tons of ideas like that. Well, here's, here's a quotation from Ken Akuta, who said, lack of money is no obstacle. Lack of an idea is an obstacle. But there again, if you get an idea, it's going to attract money. I'm spending a significant amount of time right now on the site that is startengine.com. Start Engine, where people put in their business idea and want are looking for investors. Well, there's some really cool things in there. There are a couple ideas I've invested in them. Um, one of them is called Shark Wheels. We'll see where that goes, but it's a really delightful concept that I'm excited about. So if you have an idea, it will attract money. It's just that simple. Lack of money has never stopped somebody from moving forward with you know, an invention or a great idea or a business opportunity, if it really is a well-formed idea. You know, it's funny. I put in, and I'm going to wrap it up with this. I put in free career coaching near me just a few minutes ago. Now, I moved, you know, from Nashville to down here in Florida. So I'm certainly not known here, you know, haven't done much here. And I put in free career coaching near me. The number one thing that came up was SCORE, right here in Sarasota. SCORE, which I already mentioned. And SCORE stands for Service Corps of Retired Executives, incidentally. So SCORE. You know what the number two thing that came up for free career coaching in my area? It's 48 days. You got to be kidding me. I've never done anything to connect or to make that happen at all, but that's what came up. The second thing that came up for free career coaching is 48 days. And I suppose it because we offer so many things that are, in fact, free. You know, the blogs, the newsletters, the podcast like this, you know, resources that we have. There's so much. And it came up as the number two thing in this area for free coaching near me. Well, surprised even me, believe me. Well, I just want to just want to wrap up with this. Just reminding you again, personal growth is a mindset. It's not a financial issue. You know, when I did my master's thesis, I got my master's in clinical psychology. And as my thesis, you have to you know, do some kind of a test where you get quantitative results and all that to do a master's thesis. So I put together these growth groups where we would put together people in groups of 12 and then have them go through with an experienced coach, me being one of them, 
go through a six-week process to really increase their personal growth. We used an inventory back then. It was Everett Shostrom's Personal Orientation Inventory, POI, Personal Orientation Inventory, to measure your self-actualization. Uh, again, that that's kind of the top of the old Maslow's hierarchy of needs, self-actualization, seeing that that's the highest form of, of being, highest form of existence is self-actualization. So we'd measure that. So what I did, though, was put a note out on campus where I was doing my master's work that we were going to be forming these groups and for anybody who was interested to sh- just show up. Well, I had over 200 kids show up. We had a big crowd show up. And so what we did was we split that group in half. We said, okay, half of you are going to be in these groups, and the other half, we're going to do that, but we're going to delay it till the next six-week cycle comes around. So in that period of time, we won't have any contact with you at all, but then we'll invite you back in and then have you go through the next time around. But here's the deal. So we had everybody do this personal orientation inventory. How self-actualized are you? So we measured them at the very beginning of that time period. At the end of the six weeks, we did everybody again, knowing that half the people had been through our fancy coaching process and half of them had not. Guess what? There was a significant increase in both groups, meaning, yes, our groups were impressive in showing a statistical increase in self-actualization. But the people who had no contact with us at all also had an increase and it was it was it was very significant results. I mean, my thesis board, the faculty at the university, you know, wanted me to dig into that, you know, make that my life work. And I said, "Ah, eh, just give me my piece of paper. I'm ready for some new adventures." I kind of went on, but it really has been a core belief of mine ever since then. I ought to revisit it. I could probably write a book on just that. But the principle is, if you want to grow personally. Even if you don't have access to coaching or some kind of fancy resources, it's not going to stop you. You're going to go on anyway. That's what I want you to believe. That's what I want you to know. That's what I want you to understand is that very thing. Having no money will not hold you back. It can't. Having no money can't stop you from success. I'm thrilled to have a lot of resources to offer people. And we have a lot of people who take advantage of those, for which I'm very, very grateful. But I also want to encourage you, if you think you're stuck, you're not, except between your own two ears. That's it. If you want to grow, nothing can keep you from it. Hey, keep those questions coming in, your responses, your success stories, resources you want to send, share with others. I mean, just shoot those in. Go to 48days.com slash askdan. You'll see opportunities there to leave it either as a an audio clip if you want to, or write it out as most people do. So, hey, thanks for listening. Boy, thanks for sticking around here. Thanks for being part of what we do here, giving me the opportunity to unpack this, the honor that I have to share life together with you and to walk through these things. But thanks for being open to growing, for being that powerful force, for making the world a better place. Again, I encourage you to share this episode with three of your friends who are also committed to personal growth. And they're going to thank you for it. If you're that person who is positive, who is handing out 
other resources to people. I do a lot of connecting people today, and I feel realize how grateful people are for that. If I do a podcast interview with somebody, and I say, are you looking for other people? Well, yeah. And I, I send them three people that I know. And that's very easy for me to say, you know, here's three people that would really be a good fit for you. They thank me for that, even though I have no work involved in it, other than just connecting them to a new opportunity for themselves. If you be that kind of person, it'll open up doors of opportunity that you didn't think were possible. And thanks for being the kind of person committed to the belief that we can, without a shadow of a doubt, find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Hey, next week, we're going to talk about the fear of the future, the fear that people have with things that are happening right now and what we can do to circumvent that. Be back with us then.